so American financing is uh, the place to go if you are looking for uh, any kind of, of loan. America needs more companies like American financing now, maybe more than ever. If you're smart, and I know you are, you're concerned about where your money is going, how your money is being used, how you're spending every month, what you're saving. American Financing understands, and they uh, are here to help you. Give them a call today. If you have 10 minutes, just tell them what your mortgage situation is, what your, you know, your credit card situation is, and see if they can help you. Maybe they can't, but if they can, you'll save hundreds of dollars a month, and your credit card debt has got to come under control now. Call American Financing at 800-906-2440 or AmericanFinancing.net. It's AmericanFinancing.net. All right, Mr. Bill O'Reilly is coming up in just a second with the top stories of the week. Stand by. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. There's a lot going on uh, this week, huge week. We found out that the uh, we have confirmation now that the United States, our government, was working hand in hand and coordinating the silencing of people uh, about COVID online, working with these giant corporations to curb freedom of speech. We also have 17 now proven incidences where we know that Joe Biden was intimately involved in his son's business. We also had the proof now two consecutive months of contraction of our economy. We are in a a recession now officially. And uh, we just got our inflation numbers. Yay! How's that going? What is the biggest story of the week? We'll ask Bill O'Reilly in 60 seconds. First, Megan was in a horrible car accident that left her with shooting pains down her neck and her back. She heard me talking about Relief Factor, decided to give it a try, and she said within two days, her pain began to subside. Now that is, that's highly unusual that it happens in two, in two days, but God bless you. Megan, thank you for trying. She said within a few weeks, she was completely back to normal. Megan considers her discovery of Relief Factor to be nothing short of a miracle, and it shows. Megan got her life back with Relief Factor. So did I, and so can you. 
The three-week quick start developed just for you is $19.95. It's a dollar a day like a trial pack, and hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor. 70% of them have gone on to order more, and that says a lot. ReliefFactor.com. Call 1-800-4-RELIEF. Get the $19.95 three-week quick start developed for you. It's ReliefFactor.com. Call the number 800 the number four relief relieffactor.com feel the difference mr bill o'reilly joins us every friday he is found now at billoreilly.com he is still doing his no spin zone on uh, the no spin news uh every night at billoreilly.com he's also the author of several um number one best-selling books killing the killers is his latest um, it is out now, The Secret War Against Terrorists, and he is joining us today. Bill, what is the biggest story of the week? Well, this is no joke, Beck. I'm not being facetious. Um, it's the, uh, there is no... Not kidding. Not, yeah, there's not a recession. You know, all of this yeah. talk about the GPS coming in, the GPS doesn't, it doesn't indicate we're in a recession. Uh, it indicates <laughs> that the diner is two miles away. So the GPS wow. doesn't matter. We're not in a recession. <laughs> it's no joke. Uh, here's the deal. The deal is that I don't know anything about the economy, and why would I know? Because I don't know anything about anything. I'm president, and the only reason I'm president is that everybody voted against Trump, and that's no joke. It is it is crazy, Bill, how many words he has redefined. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's redefining all these words that just disagree with him. It is two uh, quarters of contraction. We have always, always known that. Uh, and now he says, no, 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 because of other things. We're, we're n- there's no way we're in a recession. Yes, it doesn't matter, fact, really. It doesn't matter. This, in fact, is not a, is not a recession. It's a depression. Uh, it's w- far worse than a recession. Wow. Uh, now, um, look, <laughs> how many times have we spoken, two of the smartest guys in the country, me and Stu, um, how many times have we said to the Beck audience, he doesn't know what he's doing? He just doesn't know. So um, right now at the southern border, five times as many illegal migrants are coming to the United States than happened in the last year of Trump. Yet Biden said, no, we don't have a border problem. No, it's secure. So, you know, it's it's almost like this is one of the things I uh, this is one of the things I do want to talk to you about the D.C. mayor calling yeah. for the National Guard to indefinitely help with bust-in migrants. That's right. They You're have, right. I don't even know, 4,000 of them, and they say Washington is crippled and and can't function. How yeah. many hundreds of thousands are in Texas now, and they don't want to give us any help? No, and, and, and the D.C. mayor, I mean, you know, she's appalled. Uh, by these migrants actually coming to the nation's capital. Um, and, but she supports the open border. So I'm not, I'm not quite right. sure. But you know what I love? Here's what I love. So uh, my organization, as you and nicely pointed out, uh, on BillOReilly.com, we did, on a daily basis, we do, we ask the White House questions. We send things into their um, press office. And, and one of the things we um, sent in is, are you going to do anything um, about the airlines 
that they can't get off the ground. And under Trump, we didn't have this problem. But why do we have it now? And are you going to do anything about it? So um, I'm being facetious. This is no, this is a joke. They come back. We we don't have an airline problem. Those migrant flights take off on time every time. I mean, they just zip into the air. <laughs> no, what are you talking about, O'Reilly? You don't have any problem. We right. get those migrants. There's out no of congestion here. at the airport. Work. <laughs> Right at two o'clock in the morning, the uh, the airport is clean. We yeah. they get I run on the plane, and yeah. there's no security. We have a security problem. Why don't we just put them on there? Um, so look, the, the big st- you know we we talk about what's a big story of the week. The big story of the week, the year, the year and a half is that the president of the United States is delusional. That's the story. So. Yeah, you can make fun of him and you can you can angst over what he does on a daily basis, but the only solution to this is to neuter him like a cat. Okay? So uh, in November, I, I if you are voting Democrat, I have a lot of friend, liberal friends. I guess if you're casting a vote for this crew in any way shape or form, whether it be local, whether it be state, federal, you are voting against yourself. You're voting to hurt yourself and your family. Do you not understand that? People in the ghettos of Chicago, do you not see the dead people in the street? What is wrong with you? So I think now the angst has to turn onto the American people. We know Biden is delusional. He thinks the border's secure. He doesn't believe that we're in a recession. He'll never believe it, okay? We know the press is corrupt. There's no two sides to that story. They just ignore important situations that make the Biden administration look bad. They just won't report it. That's corruption. We know all that. But the American people who continue to vote for progressive Democrats, they're responsible. It's you. Now, I don't want to cause. uh, Go ahead. Um, I uh, I just want to I want to change the subject here for a second. I want to ask you about the Jim Jordan revelation. Jim Jordan said yesterday in exclusive from Fox News that a new whistleblower has come out and revealed the push by the FBI to pad domestic terrorism data. Now, this is something that I told the American people about oh, six months ago, that they had actually, if you looked at the data of white nationalist crime and violence, they were actually going into the prisons and taking the Klan members and the white nationalists in her prison, and they were counting, counting the times them. that That's there were right. fights. Yeah. The so Aryan now it comes out. Okay, number one. Right. Wait, 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 wait. Go ahead. Okay, hang on just a second, because I, I want to make sure that, because most people haven't heard this story yet. I didn't He hear. also says that the FBI officials are pressuring the agents to reclassify cases as domestic violent extremists, even if the cases don't miss uh, meet the criteria for such classification. Given the narrative pushed by the Biden administration that domestic violent extremism is the greatest threat frowning, uh, uh, surrounding our country, revelation that the FBI may be actually artificially padding domestic terrorism data is scandalous. These whistleblowers are saying, I can't take what the FBI is doing anymore. These are F- 
FBI agents that are saying they're told to take the case that they're working on and find a way to make it a violent white nationalist terrorist activity. Okay, I just, I hadn't heard that. Number one, did Jim Jordan, who announced that he wear a sweatshirt, his his attire has been disintegrating here. I don't. At first he no, had I a don't. tie. Now he's he's kind of in a sweatshirt. Right. I don't know. Next okay. he'll be in a muscle tee. But anyway, I don't. I don't care what he wears. Are, is anybody surprised by what you just told everybody? Look. Let's no. just walk through it very methodically. Merrick Garland, what's the biggest threat to the United States? White national supremacist terrorism. He said it on the record. Christopher Ray, FBI chief, works for Garland, okay? Has to do what Garland says, or Biden, who doesn't even know where the FBI building is, would appoint another FBI chief, because that's he could get fired any second. So it comes down to the FBI agents. Yeah, yeah, let's gin this up. Yeah, these people in Idaho, they're, they're going to blow up something. I, you know, oh, okay. So it's all true. It's all true. I did a special this week on BillOReilly.com called Defending America. Okay, off Killing the Killers, because that is the ultimate book on terrorism. We're okay internationally. But because of the open border, it's a growing threat to, from the jihadists because they can get yes. through easy, all right, to do some bad things in the United States. The Biden administration doesn't, you know, the jihadists are coming in with fentanyl now. They're making a lot of money, and, and yeah, it's just ridiculous. But I, anyway, I did a whole hour on it, um, and it's absolutely true. The diversion into, oh, these white supremacists, these are the guys. What are they? I mean, I don't even, do you know any, Beck? I mean, I'm, I'm in New York. No. I don't know any white no, supremacists. Do you? No. I don't. Okay. No, I don't. And you're I up don't. in Idaho and in Texas, where I guess <laughs> That's right. they are, yeah. right? Aren't they there? Yeah, there are some. No, they are. There are some white supremacist groups, uh, but they are nowhere near the near. biggest threat to the country. They are a problem. And as things get worse and worse, I think more and more people will look for somebody who's willing to do something. And unfortunately, history tells us they will look to radicals. Um, and so they could become dangerous, but not not the most dangerous in our country. There are problems uh, and they've been there forever. Let me change the uh, subject here. One more question on uh, one more story. I want your comment on um, before I take a break. Um, and that is. China. China's uh, leader has just said to Biden with the Pelosi Taiwan trip, those who play with fire will perish. They are saying that they will see this as hostile. This is something highly unusual. Usually our people go over to countries like Taiwan and then the trip is announced after they leave the country. Okay. Now we can't back down, can we? Or should we? This is what I want to see. I want Pelosi to go over to China, and I want one of the Chinese spies in Taiwan, and believe me, they're a legion, to put marijuana oil in her bag. And then she'd be arrested and held, okay, for months. Wouldn't that be good? Right. That'd be a positive. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so, sure. yeah. Kudlow said it last night. Kudlow said, look, 
if Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House of Representatives, wants to visit a country, and we have business with that country, high-tech business, chip business, then she should go. And if they don't like it in Beijing, they don't like it. But, you know, to right. cower before them, obviously this is a test. This is, they, this is what they do, these totalitarians. This, what Hitler did, it's, it's what right. Mussolini did. They push and push and see how far and see how scared you are. They're the bullies. So the, okay? the, solution to, the solution to me on this was to not announce it until you've left. That way you accomplish what you want and... They don't have time to say, don't you dare come. This is that. just, uh, you know, poor, I think that's we, the we way we do, always do it. Yeah, that's the way I we always we do, do it. business as usual. Um, yeah, Which I mean, I'm going to cede your point <laughs> that it would have been better if Pelosi just went over there and brought her right. husband so she could buy he could buy Taiwanese stocks uh, while but he was we there. cannot take it. <laughs> but we cannot take a hit. Uh, by backing out now, no, I just you I can't. think that you would can't. send the wrong message. And the other message you can't send is that Mr. Pelosi can't rent a car in Taiwan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm back with Bill O'Reilly uh, with a question on a news story that just came out today that I think he's uniquely qualified to answer, and I want to ask him in 60 seconds. First, I would. Day when I die, I'd be able to go peacefully, knowing that my children have inherited, uh, just like I had, and just like, the, like those like me, a country that will remain free, um, you know, until Jesus comes in another 10 or 30 years. Anyway, um, but we have, for that to happen, we have to have our history, and, and it has to be locked in solidly with our children. Freedom rests on a knife edge. And the only way that each successive generation can hold on to it and uh, and and live a free life and and live the the will uh, and the the choices that God gave them is that they have to understand and learn from the past. No joke. Not kidding. This isn't hyperbole. We stand close, very close, closest in my lifetime to losing everything. So please check out a new book for me, America's History. I need you to look at it. And if you have children, grandchildren, if you live next door to children, if you just want to give free stuff to children, not by pulling up in the sidewalk and saying, hey, kid, want a history book? But I mean, we have to do everything we can to get true history into their hands. Tuttle Twins Beck has a new history. It's called American History, America's History. You can preview a few a free sample of the chapter so you can see for yourself why it's needed. It's crucial in the here and now. It does not center around the dates and the memorization of names. Instead, it takes you through our history and shows you the ideas and the challenges and the mistakes that we made. It is a story and understanding the story will help you uh, decide what we should be doing in the future. So I want you to uh, go right now to the Tuttle Twins, TuttleTwinsBeck.com, TuttleTwinsBeck.com. You can get the book and the audio version, America's History, America's History at TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Ten seconds, station ID.
Bill, as a uh, as a former teacher of uh, high school kids um, uh, and as a uh, a guy who really is a linguist uh, and uh, a a guy who uses the language and knows the importance of words. There is a story that comes out today uh, that the AP style guide is now adopting the LGBTQ two plus I ideology. <laughs> uh, and they are, you can no longer use the word transgender. Ooh. It's instead a person whose gender identity does not match their sex assigned at birth. Uh, wow. They are saying now you have to avoid terms like biological sex, male or female hormones or sex change. Uh, and I want to ask you, we are redefining all these words, but more importantly, something like the AP Style Guide. Can you tell me why that's so important to uh, America? If they change things, what else do they change? Well, look, the Associated Press is a woke, liberal organization. Everyone with a brain knows that. Uh, unfortunately, it is widely distributed to the smaller newspapers all over the country, and people don't know what really the Associated Press is. They just read the headline, and if they want to read the article, they read it. But it comes from a point of view. The Associated Press is not a news agency anymore in the sense that it looks for the truth or it wants to present what's really happening in this country. Look, I taught high school, as you pointed out, and I felt very sorry for the gay kids and the kids who uh, didn't have a very strong gender identity because they were bullied and kicked around, and I protected them as much as I could while I was teaching. And I know what a terrible, terrible problem that is, and I think all Americans should understand that we need to protect these people. But all enough, people, enough. all people. Yes, but particularly vulnerable people, overweight people. Uh, and I'm talking about, yeah, but I, you know, yeah, I, I know what I you're think, saying. Uh, yeah, but I mean, the, I, I just think that kids are so mean. mean. I've got two high right. school kids and what happens? They come home and tell me stories and they're just so mean. That's always been that way, but we we have to make sure that we are paying attention to everyone and especially the bad cases like it has been in the past for homosexuals. I'm not sure that it is that way anymore. I think it's become cool uh, to be something different. Uh, Bill, I'm sorry, we're out of time, but uh, thank you so much for joining us today. Bill O'Reilly. You can find him at BillOReilly.com, BillOReilly.com. Make sure you don't miss the No Spin News. Back in a minute. The Glenn Beck Program. If you've been listening to me for some time or watching me for any length of time, one of the things you probably know about me is I believe that good people, I believe that individuals can make a difference in the world. And if if we just do what we're supposed to do, um, that collectively changes everything. Uh, and it might seem like it's too small to make a difference, that you're too small to make a difference. But the results are gigantic on the other side. If you haven't heard of the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, I want you to take a look at that today. Just don't take my word for it, but I want you to actually look at them, look at their charitable rating, et cetera, et cetera. 
Um, this is, I think, one of the greatest charitable organizations we have in this country. They've been helping since 9-11, first responders, and then they started helping veterans and their families. When somebody doesn't come home or they're severely injured, Tunnel to Towers is there. They pay the mortgages, build smart homes for heroes who need them. Their service is desperately needed in the community of those whom we should and do honor most in society. I'm asking you today to donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2T.org. Uh, next week, I'm going to be um, uh, speaking at CPAC. I'm the, well, I, I thought I was the closing speaker on Saturday, which is the position I really like because everybody's so beat and tired. And I just, I can, I can just say whatever I want and let it all fly. And uh, so uh, I was going to be the last speaker. I found out last night I am now the warm up act for the last speaker, which is President Donald Trump at CPAC. Ah, and um, so no one's going to care about anything that you say. Correct. <laughs> now I could just get up there and go. And they won't care as long as you stay on time. Um, yeah, as long as I stay on time and they'll all be looking at their watch the whole time going, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. We want to hear Trump. Uh, so uh, that is next week. CPAC Dallas. Um, let me go to Michael Malice, who I think Abraham Lincoln saw. Uh, coming long, long time ago with malice toward none. And uh, that makes me a little nervous that he's on the program, but I like him anyway. He is the uh, host of Your Welcome, a great podcast, the author of the anarchist handbook, Michael Malice. Welcome, Michael. How are you? Well, Abraham Lincoln wasn't really good at seeing things coming, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my. Too soon? Too soon? Um <laughs> So, Michael, I just wanted to get your quick comments on uh, just want to get your quick comments on uh, on what happened recently. Uh, Filipinos are quite quite upset because uh, some woke progressives have decided to change Filipino. Uh, it's much better to call them Philippinks. And uh, apparently they don't like they don't like that that much. Uh, well, are, are we sh are we sure you're pronouncing it correctly? I mean, I don't speak Tagalog, so I'm not sure. You know how because Lat I was corrected. It's not Latinx. I think it's Latinx. Um, but this it is, is really a white people. This is a white people thing. This is white people go yes, to college, yes. and then people who are you know uh, Asian Pacific ancestry going to college and acting like white people. This is uh, right. a nonsensical. It's um, it's and it's also there was this attempt to create this AAPL, Asian American Pacific, I don't know what the L stands for, coalition, where you had people like uh, Tammy Duckworth, who I believe is of um, Asian descent, and basically have this lie that Chinese and Japanese and people from India and people from the Philippines and Laos, they're all interchangeable, and they should all vote and uh, you know act the same, right. even though for, for millennia... Right. They've been at war, and to this day, many of these countries despise each other. You know, I was for, I used to live in Brooklyn until I escaped last August, and I was at a dinner party a few years ago, and it turned out everyone was from a different country, their families. So me being me, we went mm. around the table and said, who did our ancestors hate? And someone said, well, we didn't hate anyone. They, 
And I said, well, well who were your neighbors? Come on. No, no. I said, who were your neighbors? And she goes, oh, we didn't hate them. We thought they were dumb. So, but this is just, (laughs) but this is a complete American university fantasy that people based on geography are somehow can be, even look at America itself. You had the North and the South. They were neighbors. They try to kill each other. So it's, it's really, uh, we have to laugh, but it's a very cynical and disingenuous attempt to have this kind of intersectionality. Uh, which is just and, and quite frankly, it is the it's the most racist thing as well. I mean, when when you have a because it is it's a group of white people who think they know better and they can be the defenders and say, you know, Filipino is racist. The Filipinos are like, what? You're going to be called Philippinks from here on out. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's nothing more racist. But this is where American imperialism kind of started with McKinley in the Philippines uh, and Taft yep. I think, was governor of the Philippines. And yep. this, uh, progressivism is domesticated imperialism. They ran out of other countries to invade because that became taboo. And now you have to have New York City, L.A. and Washington basically invade and govern who they regard in America as their inferiors. Uh, and it's usually rural whites. And it's also people who aren't following the progressive agenda. It, it's it, And the thing is, it's become so transparent that it just you know, necessitates eye rolls. And, and they're just grasping at straws, especially as you've seen um, with, with the uh, election of Congresswoman Flores, who was the first Mexican-born congresswoman. Yeah. You know, the Hispanics yeah. are jumping off this train. They're like, what are you, what are you talking about? I know, I know. You don't mean Hispanics, you mean Latinx. Um, by the way, <laughs> by the way uh, I wanted to bring something up. These are the headlines from today. Lawsuit alleges CDC colluding with big tech to censor speech. Um, internal documents, next story, internal documents reveal CDC worked with big tech to censor COVID-19 speech. Next one, Twitter accounts suspended for COVID-19 misinformation have increased over 70%. They're not done yet. Twitter is now blocking links to some Substack pages uh, because of COVID, the CCP, and Hunter Biden. And Wikipedia suspends edits to its recession page after woke users change the definition of Biden's. That's the only one that is right. Um, but I think there's a class action suit, isn't there? I mean, anyone who has been banned or been um, uh, silenced on the social media pages, that is government now. We know we have the evidence through documents. That is collusion, a public-private partnership. So that is the First Amendment. Companies can do it. But when working with the federal government, they cannot. I, I, I disagree, and we can go back to kind of Wilson again, because I think, in the, I, I mean, I think it's unacceptable and outrageous, don't get me wrong, but in terms of a lawsuit, I'm sure in their terms of service, they all say, we can boot you off at, at any time for any reason whatsoever. So to try to kind of demonstrate that you don't have a right to do this, I think it's going to be very hard to prove. I think Twitter can very easily claim, well, this was in consultation with the government, but we're the ones who made the decision. Um, And I think the the heavy handedness, uh, you know, they would like us to memory hold this, but the heavy handedness with which they censored people, including 
the New York Post right before the election, Glenn, as you remember, yeah. oh, when yeah. they were reporting on Hunter's laptop and 50 intelligence agencies, agents, excuse me, who've had no accountability for lying because they said that there were, oh, all the symbols, classic symbols of Russian disinformation, which they still never said what those were. Uh, and there clearly weren't none because this was just a crackhead laptop. Um, I, I think the idea that the law is going to hold these agents, giant corporations accountable, the law works in their favor. That's how our system has worked. I know. Well, but but I don't my my lawsuit really is not against these uh, corporations as much as it is um, against the government, because the government is supposed to never get involved in that. And they have just found through public private partnerships a way around the Constitution. They just get into bed with these corporations and then they highly suggest, you know, we can help you um, or not help you. Um, and they can highly suggest and really pressure these companies to do this. Um, or these companies might even be inclined to do it themselves. But the government has no place into being the arbiter of truth and speech. No place. But, but Glenn, the government, the First Amendment also guarantees the right of citizens to peaceably assemble. And if you try to do a lawsuit that's saying, I wanted to go to my mother's funeral or visit her in the hospital, and I was blocked yeah, because of these quarantines, you'd be laughed at to your face. So, yeah, it's supposed to work in a certain way. But in practice, I don't think these judges, even fairly conservative judges, are going to give this the time of day whatsoever. Um, uh, one other thing, let me uh, hit here before we, we have to go. Uh, Germany is cutting off hot water and electricity. I mean, this is something that Donald Trump said just recently. Ronald Reagan said it years ago. Don't do it. Don't get in bed with Russia. They'll hold you hostage. And here they are. Um, what do you think this means for, for stability in the future of our, of our world? It's not just getting in bed with Russia. Germany has, in the very last election, gone from having a two-major-party system to having a three-major-party system. The Greens have achieved parity with the Social Democrats, which have historically, since World War II, been the center-left party in Germany. Um, and now that the Greens are in power, this is the kind of thing that happens when you want to have, you know, uh, not be dependent on things like gas and whatever, you're going to have problems producing electricity, you're going to have problems producing energy, and they're uh, cutting the water supply, they're having gas reductions, public buildings won't have heatings from April to September, they're banning, this is in uh, the city of uh, Hanover, they're banning air conditioners, heaters, and radiators for people in their homes, and, and, you know, this is what the German people voted for. So even if when things are resolved with Putin, and hopefully that's as quickly as possible, this is going to be continue to be a problem. And that, that Green New Deal, which is not going away, which is just on pause, people should be very concerned about what that's going to look like in practice here. Uh, you know, I was just watching this guy who is, uh, he's got the hydrogen house. He used to work for NASA, and he makes hydrogen from solar power. And I've been a big believer in hydrogen for a long time. Uh, it doesn't cause a water shortage. You have to make hydrogen from water. You actually get more water from hydrogen than you put into it, believe it or not. Um, and uh, it's 100% clean energy, and you can make it with solar energy. It is the answer. And I thought, you know, 
people could solve this problem if we were allowed to really, truly invent and do the things that we believe in. There'd be a lot of mistakes, but, you know, I, I was thinking, I, you know what, maybe I should call this guy and see if I can build a hydrogen, you know, uh, plant myself because uh, he's made it for his house and you can power everything. And I thought, well, no, because, you know, the government is eventually going to say that I'm committing some crime because of it, uh, because they'll deem hydrogen is whatever the problem is. And that's our real problem. Government is the problem. Uh, well, you're talking to an anarchist, so I could not agree with you more. I know, I know. I, again, if carbon dioxide, they're trying to regulate that as a pollutant, which is something that every plant produces, um, it, it, yeah. at a certain point, their use of language is simply a mechanism to have power. and not. They don't use language to uh, uh, inform. They use it to manipulate. So I agree with you completely. Like, there's no way that if you're trying to create an energy plant of any kind, you're not going to be subject to nightmarish regulations and possibly sure. felonies. Yeah, exactly. It's ex exactly right. And it's, uh, I mean, it's the same story over and over and over again. And something's got to change. And I have a feeling with great pain will come great change. And hopefully it will be positive change if we all keep our heads. Michael, thank you so much for being on with us. It's uh, Michael Malice. He's the author of The Anarchist uh, Handbook and the host of You're Welcome. Did you have something else you wanted to say, Michael? Or are you just disrupting no, no. because you're an anarchist? No, I, 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 you just said thank you. So I was going to say thank you. So uh, have a great weekend, everyone. Oh, well. All right. Have a good time. Thanks, Michael. Michael Malice, back in just a second. Our sponsor this half hour is Real Estate Agents I Trust. I'm a small business owner. I own several small businesses. And one of the things I love best about owning a business is what it can actually do in helping people. Um, that is what a real capitalist is all about. A real capitalist spends his time. How can I make people's life easier? And unfortunately, so many people are like, well, I just, how about if I put porn on the internet? Okay, okay. All right. How can I make people's life easier and better? Um, real estate uh, has been around forever. And finding a real estate agent, we, we're, we're never educated on what does it take to be a real good agent? We just think one who sells the most houses. Well, not necessarily. Um, it is somebody who sells a lot of houses, but because of the system that they use, what is the experience like? How, how much money did they save the, the buyer or the seller? Um, and how quickly can they sell a house? There's lots of things. The agents we work with are the best of the best. They're the top sellers in the field. Uh, they're going to steer you in the right direction. They know how to negotiate. Um, and they know how to get your house seen and sold and help you find the next house, the right house. So it doesn't matter if you're moving across the street uh, or across the nation. We have real estate agents all over the country. They do not work for us. We have just interviewed them and tried to find the best of the best for your area um, that have the right business practices, and it is a free service to you. So if you're looking for a real estate agent, and instead of asking a family member, hey, doesn't Uncle uh, Jimmy have a son now that is a real estate agent? Get the right one. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Free service to you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. The Grindback Program.
McGee. Hello, America. By the way, if you missed any of the show today, part two of my debunking of CNN's ridiculous trash piece on white Christian nationalists, uh, where they they claimed it, it is a story that trended all week on Twitter. Um, it uh, it it claimed that all Christian pastors uh, are are white Christian nationalists uh, that just, you know, are, are looking to displace anyone of any other color other than white and put Jesus as president of the United States. Uh, and uh, I debunked it, uh, and it uh, has nine pages of footnotes, and I've made it available on my uh, website. It is uh, at Blaze. It's actually at uh, theblaze.com. I think there's a story on it. And there will be a follow-up with part two today, but it's also on the podcast. And if you get my newsletter uh, every morning, it is in today's newsletter. And you can sign up for that at glenbeck.com. That is free. And my newsletter is different than it has ever been. I have decided to release my uh, show prep that I have every day. And it includes, gosh, today, I'll bet you... Oh, I'll bet you 90% of the stories that are in there that are really important that should be on the show. Just no chance of getting to them today. And I thought that you should see the raw show prep, the stuff that I see every day, because I think you'll get a clearer picture of how I see the world and what I'm looking for. And uh, you'll be able to share that information uh, yourself. So. The debunking of CNN's story on Christianity is in today's newsletter. You can sign up at glenbeck.com or you can find it at theblaze.com now. Glenn Beck Program.